So a very good morning to all of you who have joined in here. Uh, today we have a very special guest with us, Mr. Anshuman Sakia. He is an associate director, markets in the government and public sector team of Ernest and Young LLP India, and has a very strong history of driving dynamic service product sales, managing client relationships as well as project management. He has also worked in one of the largest information technology giant, HCL Service Limited. Where he was responsible for overall pipeline of the infrastructure managed services for the large government departments as well as the Fortune 500 companies in India. Thank you so much for joining us today, sir. And for today's podcast, we'll be discussing over the topic the future of the cloud and the digital disruption in India. So, a very good morning to all of you, uh, Anshuman sir. Over to you. Yeah, thank you for the introduction uh, and good afternoon, everyone. So first of all, you know, I like I like to thank Mansi Srivastava and the entire consulting club of NIBM for inviting me for the podcast and share my ideas. And I'm really delighted to be a part of it. So just to add a bit more about myself, so I'm currently working in the government and public sector team uh, of EY India and based out of Assam. So I look after the entire eastern sector, uh, which covers the northeastern states too. That's all from my side. Thank you. Thank you so much, sir. So, uh, with a very fresh topic that we have at our hands, that is the future of cloud system. So, do you want to start something and tell us a little bit brief about what you think could be the future of this cloud system in India? So, I guess you know the cloud computing is already an evolved technology. Technology, I would say, and a lot of sectors are already positively impacted by it. So, the future is cloud. I mean to say. So, there are a lot of reports if you see in the. Uh, news articles and also the cloud is going to have a significant investment in terms of you know just because of its scalability uh, uh, in terms of you know uh, data classification and monitoring and a lot of other investment activities that are going on so and indian services are harnessing the potential of the cloud a lot i mean to say if you see even in a tech startup space a lot of unicorns have found a lot of infrastructure platforms integral to a success so I think, in a nutshell, the cloud is the future, and a lot of things are going to happen in cloud. The cloud is going to be exciting in another five or ten years down the line. So, in that respect, sir, can you give us a brief about which sector would be the most impacted one, and uh, do we see a, a sector that could be negatively impacted as well? Okay. So, uh, as I have told you, the cloud is an already an evolved technology, and a lot of sectors are you know impacted by it. Uh, so, the, so a lot of sectors are there. So the most prominent one, I would say, uh, would be in government and also equally in education. And in that, I mean both government and private. So if you say the cloud services in government sector as a whole, if you see the success of national initiatives and schemes such as Swachh Bharat Mission, you take e-hospital, national scholarship, MyGov, and so on. So in fact, you know, if you see one of the India's uh, most landmark initiatives, the company marketplace uses a multi-cloud and architecture to ensure scalability. So today, if you check the gem, you know, serves over, you know, you'll be surprised to know more than 50,000 buyer organizations and has a listing of over 19 lakh products and more than 80,000 services. So, so this speaks a lot about cloud computing and its usage. Another example, you know, the current example, if you see the Covin platform, which has been launched recently. So this is a complete cloud-based solution for planning, monitoring, and evaluation of the COVID vaccination program in the country. And coming to education, so the cloud is, you know, proving to be an invaluable solution for the schools. So education, if you see, uh, 
you know, be it government or private, it constantly deals with tight funding situations, a problem, you know, that the cloud can directly alleviate, I feel. So in here, you can, students can access the information they need all in one place. Also, uh, you know, teachers can also distribute assignments with greater ease. So the collaboration between the two has improved immensely. So, so this is just few of the endless benefits that education can experience by implementing the cloud. So, the, so now coming to the negative impact, you know, there are cases where cloud have negatively impacted certain sectors or organizations, I would say, from time to time. Uh, for example, you know, if you see in the case of banking, you know, the moving uh, the legacy apps to the cloud can be a bit difficult task. So there are a lot of surveys that is shown that is impacting their business negatively, although there are systems now in place to effectively negate with risk as much as possible. Now, coming to the technology sector, if you see, a lot of outages have happened. If you see uh, June and July last to last year, a lot of uh, a slew of technology companies were hit by outages, you know, be it taking Google, you take Amazon, Verizon, etc. And the most glaring example, you know, I would mention here is of code spaces. So many of you might know it was a company, you know, that offered developers source code repositories and project management services using Git. So it had been going for seven years, you know, and it had no shortage of customers as such. It was going great, but all over now, why? Because, you know, someone hacked their Amazon accounts console, which ultimately leads to its shutdown. So, well, in short, there are negative impacts of cloud, but I feel, you know, if proper mechanisms are in place, the benefits will still outweigh the risk. Thank you so much, sir. So, so that uh, brings me to my next question about the security. So, uh, from the look, from looking at the security point of view, what are your views on the cloud security monitoring and analytics? So, that's a good question. So, monitoring, I feel, is a very critical component of you know security and management in case of cloud. So, it actually supervises the virtual as well as physical servers to continuously assess. And also measure data application or any other infrastructure behaviors for potential threats. You know, this assures that the cloud infrastructure platform function optimally, I would say, while minimizing the risk of costly data breaches. So there are many other benefits also, which can be one of which can be you know identify patterns and pinpoint potential vulnerabilities in the cloud. More importantly, it can prevent loss of business and frustrations for customers too, you know, by ensuring that their personal data is safe. But with that, you know, I feel there are challenges too. I mean, it's not so easy. For example, you know, virtualization, you know, poses challenges for monitoring in the cloud. You know, visibility can also be a concern when it comes to cloud monitoring because many companies rely on third-party cloud service providers and may not have access to every layer in the cloud computing stack. So, so they can't gain full visibility to monitor for potential security flaws and vulnerabilities. And also, if you see, you know, shifts in scope. You know, under common challenge when dealing with cloud environments, you know, when the assets and applications move between systems, which may not necessarily have the same level of, you know, security monitoring as such. So now coming to your next part, the cloud analytics, you know, it provides, I think, it provides more granular control of data access, you know, increased auditing capabilities, I would say, and a single source of truth when it comes to understanding a company's data. So, so with regard to analytics, I think uh, as an organization, we must first understand its use cases. You know, one of the top use cases I feel for cloud security would be the large scale event processing and security analytics, you know, to make better decisions about whether to implement cloud technology in their infosec programs. I think as an organization, as a leader, enterprise leaders must understand their various useful applications of cloud, you know, 
uh, be it you know threat intelligence be it you know uh, there can be fraud detection there can be malware detection data classification and monitoring etc and so on so i think this both are vital for cloud you know the security monitoring and analytics i think both are vital for the cloud functioning as a whole in different organizations thank you so much sir. i think that answers our question very well uh, which brings me to another of my question and uh, because of your experience of years of years of experience of working in this industry i believe if you could answer that is it just another business strategy for development or is it now an essential component for survival what do you think sir so as i have, as i have already told in the introduction i think strongly feel the future is cloud you know uh, to see you know the overall indian public cloud services market is expected to grow significant, significantly i would say you know i have seen the reports where it's projected to grow to around 10 billion by 2025 and cagr if i am not mistaken is around 21.5% so it's phenomenal i would say in today's age and i think it's required for survival not for only for the development and also to i think to gain a competitive edge in today's market because of the benefits it provides some of which are i'd like to mention are you know reduced it cost scalability you know business continuity and also flexibility if and if you see the cloud infrastructure market in india it's one of the few sectors that has emerged you know strong amid the pandemic Uh, with the outbreak of the pandemic and the nation's migration to virtual operations the demand for secure reliable scalable and cost technology services proliferated i would say leading to higher cloud adoption and the examples can be seen and it can be seen in e learning telemedicine remote working and so on so i think it's an essential component for survival for the organizations in india and also for the globally i'd say i would say that very well answer the question sir uh so which brings me to uh, event that recently happened uh, saudi tourism fund adopted cloud computing cooperation with oracle to enable investors to benefit from the saudi tourism sector promotion uh, promising opportunities what are your views on this development and how indian technology can utilize the potential of these deep technologies such as cloud okay yes i have gone through this article you know and it's, it's good for the development of the tourism sector as a whole i think it will enable investors to take advantages of the opportunities in the sector so i feel it will enhance you know data integration and also increase productivity reduce costs and so on but i think the best part i would say you know i think what i feel it can uh, communicate seamlessly with all parties i mean to say for tourists uh, you know for any organization to invest in tourism from outside you have a lot of questions it can be from investors it can be from financiers it can be from different agencies as such So overall, I think it will you know, enhance the fund's ability to expand and also to innovate in new services to support the tourism sector in the kingdom as a whole. And uh, second question is, I think how Indian technology services are utilizing the potential. I think Indian technology services are already harnessing the potential of the cloud. And if you see specifically in the, you know, as I've told, you know, 80% of the unicorns which are valued over one billion USD have already found IS and PaaS platforms integral to its success. You know. so most of them are i think deploying some form of advanced application be it you know ai be it machine learning to embedded tools you know such as market analytics product recommendations a lot of other offerings along with the customer loyalty so but i feel you know uh, for the technology organizations to leverage the cloud you know it's the best way to leverage technology is to innovate by adopting a hybrid cloud deployment so so for technology companies i think ability to respond automatically to changes in demand as is a key factor for innovation and well as competition so they can do this by adopting a hybrid and cloud model you know 
because if you see the companies with a hybrid cloud aren't limited to their private on-premise infrastructure. I think they can easily expand their workload on the cloud and move quickly, you know, they can test, you know, then prototype and launch new products. So this calls for a lot of innovation in those sectors. That's a great answer, sir. Thank you so much. So, which brings me to another of my question, and I hope uh, this would actually help a lot of our listeners because they are wondering that how ready is the Indian market for implementation of such technology or such disruption? So, how can one prepare themselves? Any company or organization, how do they prepare themselves at this end? Okay. So, I think the onset of you see the onset of COVID 19 pandemic was a starting point of cloud 2.0 era, you know, which made them already ready, I would say. So prior to the pandemic, India was at an early stage of cloud adoption when compared to more developed countries. So the pandemic and the you know the nationwide lockdown, I would say, accelerated the adoption rate. And as as enterprises had to move to as to move their critical business applications to cloud, so employees can work remotely, and the public cloud delivered on its promise. You know, be it scalability or cost efficiency. While end-user cloud spending is increasing, I would say, if you see the trend over the last five years, but there's a long road ahead for Indian enterprises to achieve the same market maturity as, you know, be it US or Europe. And, and how can one prepare themselves? So I think the moving to the cloud requires, you know, careful assessment uh, you know, planning. There are a lot of things needs to be done, you know, be it, you know, in terms of uh, change management, you know, and ongoing optimization, I, I, I would say. So any organization needs to be realistic in setting goals that align their cloud strategy with their overall business strategy. So a lot of steps can be done what I feel strongly feel. First, I think to define the organization structure, uh, that is one of the most critical part to adopt uh, cloud. I think like any new integration of technology, it's more important to you know, factor in performance, not only how it affects strategy, but other areas like stability, it can be workflow, life cycle, and corporate culture. So this is one of the first critical, you know, step I think the organization need to follow before adopting cloud. And also you need to evaluate the organization processes. You know, it's basically done to answer, you know, is the cloud the best route for all workloads? You know, not all application and processes I would say will benefit from being migrated to the cloud. You know, possibly because they process process extra sensitive data or performance might suffer. So I think you need to, I think as an organization, the leaders need to evaluate the organization processes before going ahead. And also, I think you have to transform your people, you know, get them to the next level. So people are, you know, reluctant for change, you know, don't be afraid to give people new roles, you know. Sometimes giving people new roles can help them overcome their resistance to change, you know. This can be cloud security specialist or architect developer, you know, you need to, you need to do that, you know. So um, you, need to, you need to transform your people. And also build a cloud adoption learning plan. So it's an it's an ongoing plan. You need to develop an organization need to develop an organized cloud adoption learning plan or curriculum, so that people can follow in order to broaden their skills and see how their contribution fits into the big picture. You know, there can be various components of this cloud adoption curriculum that might include you know growth assignments. You know, the newly educated employees you know can can use their skills to apply in the real world tasks. So this will ensure that the knowledge is reinforced and made relevant. You know, they can also be asked to you know participate in different industry events. You know, see what others are doing in the space and build an industry network. So these are some of the cloud adoption learning plan that people you know organization can do, and some of the steps which I've mentioned, an organization need to prepare before going for cloud. 
definitely so all of us i think can safely agree to the point that training is very important and to be prepared for the coming scenario i think uh, the future is here and uh, we need to be ready for it so which brings me to next question that uh, the data breaches and the privacy threats are the are they a concern for the companies and should they be looking out for those so i think i think it's really required i would say you know although that the cloud service providers implement the best you know security standards and industry certifications you know storing data in important files on external service providers always opens risk i mean to say so there is no doubt about that so any discuss discussion involving data you know must address one security and privacy and also when it comes to managing sensitive data i would say so i think there are various practices i would suggest you know which can be adopted for minimizing the risk as such you know first i think you have to identify the shared responsibility model of your cloud provider so there can be particular sla for that you have to they need you need to you know evaluate that agreement before going ahead so it's basically understanding of where your provider's responsibility ends and where your begins so there's a clear demarcation with regard to the responsibility that needs to be you know identified first second i would say you know um, you'd be uh, implement you know security at every level of your deployment deployment so that is required you know and also you have to identify their layers i mean to the layer of people i think know who is supposed to have access to what i mean to each resource and service so that is one of the things needs to be done and also skilling you know, i've already told skilling is also important make sure your team skills are up to the task and lastly you know turn on encryption wherever you can you know that is one of the most fundamental things that needs to be done you know to prevent any data breaches and security threats definitely sir so i think you have successfully answered all of our questions regarding the concerns of an indian market but sir again when we are talking about indian market it consists of uh, companies that are majorly uh, very much ready with it but then there are small startups that want to enter into the field or they want to look at the future they want to do something about it so what are the things that an indian startup should focus on especially for competing in indian market where there are big players such as aws and ms is so what would be your point of view sir so i would say this other way around i think once <laughs> so i think there is no better time than now to create any cloud startup i would say you know the particularly you know those oriented towards the business i think this is the best time to invest in any cloud startup so i think what i feel you know to be blunt i think initially they should try to complement them you know instead of taking them head on you know um, as it would be very hard to fight the uh, with you know big three due to the gigantic volumes i would say so i think for example if you take amazon or you know any other organization they require a lot of you know, supporting tools like data extraction you know data monitoring data transition etc to support its services so so i think the best way i think initially spend time in analyzing you know how they can bring a differential product to the market which can be sold to the clients so to stay relevant in this space i think i think the um, conclusion is uh, very much evident that they must differentiate themselves first whether it might be simplicity you know performance or flexibility and and offer a more efficient and optimal solution but i feel a lot of innovations in terms of in cloud can be done in cyber you know access control analytics you know remote surveillance etc i was going through i think one of the articles uh, in couple of days back i don't remember the firm which is based out of europe they have offered a model of uh, support 24 by 7 in five different time zones 
which others are not able to provide at point of time. So I think it's one of the you know uh, unique propositions that you know uh, various organizations can push for uh, to drive their business as such. And if you see the startups have challenged older and more established farms, you know, by finding new ways, you know, then this there is no doubt about that. And this exciting new business models have you know attracted a lot of investment from VCs in many cases in hundreds of millions of dollars. I mean to say a lot of VCs can, can be approached for. I think it's an exciting space. I would say I think initially it would be tough, but I think sooner or later I think they can you know compete with AWS or Google in some space or other. So there is ample scope for startups to develop. I think they, they have to develop their niche and capture the market. So that is all what I want, I want to say. I think that very well answers our questions, sir. And uh, looking from your point of view and getting a new perspective on how data is one of the important things that uh, the next generation should also look out for and be ready. So I guess that summarizes all of our questions. And uh, if you have anything to want that you want to add at the end that we'd be blessed to have your extra words sir. so if i think uh, out of the questions you know which you have asked i think you know they're all are you know very beautifully you know crafted you know questions which are really relevant in today's age but i want to add more on you know you know if you see the cloud monitoring and analytics a lot of organizations are afraid of you know losing their data i mean to say so a lot of focus needs to be on you know different use cases of analytics as such you know i have told be it you know threat intelligence analysis you know fraud detection you know, uh, malware detection or data classification so a lot lot needs to be focused on that and i think if it can be focused i think future is i think sooner or later i think future is cloud and are, so i think I think 70% of organizations, if I am not mistaken, I think already, already adopted cloud in one space or other. I think, and now government uh, of India also considering a lot of cloud. They've developed their own cloud, I think, Megaraj, their space. So a lot of initiatives are there. I think if it if can be properly channelized, I think cloud is the future, future I would say. Yeah. And last, I would say and thank you to all of you for your time and for in organizing this very interesting session i would say and i enjoyed it thoroughly thank you to all of you the pleasure was all ours sir. honestly the, to have you with us and to talk about one of the most important topics that uh, the world is facing right now with pandemic at hand i think we have skipped two to four years into the future itself because we needed the cloud technology and now it's here with us so thank you so much for addressing all of our questions so patiently and thank you everyone for listening to this podcast we hope you have enjoyed it and if you have any more further questions, please reach out to us. We'll definitely hope that Anshuman sir could help with the few of our questions if they come in handy in future. So thank you so much for joining everyone. Thank you Anshuman sir. On behalf of Consulty Consulting Club of NIBM, we'd like to pay our tributes to you for joining us, for being so patient with us and for being such an amazing speaker to all of our listeners. We hope to have you with us in future if possible someday and hopefully offline. Thank you so much sir.